And it really has been a roller coaster ride over those 15 years. So I wanted to come on the podcast to hopefully encourage anyone out there um, that burnout isn't your sentence if that's where you're at. The lies that people tell you that this is what teaching is and it's like this everywhere just simply aren't true. Mm -hmm. And when I went back and looked at my reflection journal for Burned in Teacher University, the quote I wrote on the front page was, I can make my burnout a success story. And I really feel like I've done that. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom, and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you are about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, Burn In Teachers. Welcome to episode 176 of the Burned In Teacher Podcast. My name is Amber Harper, and I am your host. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. In today's episode, you've already heard a little bit from Sherry. She's a Burned In Teacher University student, and I would call her a huge success story. Now, I interviewed uh, Sherry before recording the intro to our interview that you're going to hear here in in a moment, but I've been holding on to Sherry's interview pretty tightly because I wanted to share share it during a specific time of year, and that is uh, in March. And the reason that I wanted to share this with you in March is because I know that change can be extremely scary. And I also know that when you're dealing with burnout, there are two things, one if not both, that have to change when you are dealing with burnout. And I have experienced these myself and other burned in teacher university students and I talk about this all the time when we're looking at the changes and the next steps that we need to take on our burned in journey. And those two things are you have to change yourself and or you have to change your environment. And if you've been around for any amount of time, you know that in my career in education, I have changed both multiple times and it's messy. And it's scary and it causes you to do things that you'd never do before or have conversations you've never had before. And I just loved Sherry's testimony so much and her story so much that I felt like this was the perfect time to help you to understand that if you have worked on yourself, if you've 
made changes in your life, you've made changes in your beliefs, in your habits, in your self-talk, in your outward talk, in the people you hang out with, and you've really changed your mindset, and you feel like you are in a toxic workplace, listen, there is no way that you can self-care your way out of a toxic work environment. And Sherry is proof of that. And I am proof of that. So we're going to dive right into my interview with Sherry. And if you have any questions about Burned In Teacher University, go to burnedinteacher.com slash course. And of course, let me know uh, by emailing me at support at burnedinteacher.com. And I am happy to help to alleviate any questions or hesitations you have about joining us in Burned In Teacher University. Let's dive in. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher podcast. Hi, Amber. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for you to share your story with the listeners of the podcast today. Can you please tell them a little bit about you? Sure. Uh, my name's Sherry. I live in Connecticut. I've been married for 21 years, not to my high school sweetheart. We ended up dating after I came home from college, but I've known him about as long probably as you've known your husband. Mm -hmm. It's been a very long time. (laughs) Uh, I'm a mom to a 13-year-old boy, so it's kind of weird this year that I have a seventh grader and I teach seventh grade. It's Ooh. that that dualness is is new for me, but we're uh-huh. working on we're we're doing okay. Seventh grade math is hard for me. I, I'm not I'm learning I'm learning as fast as I can, but it's hard for me to keep up with him. Um, on a personal level, I I volunteer for my local Boy Scout troop. I'm on the troop committee there, and I serve as a merit badge counselor. In my free time, I love planning trips for our family. Last year, we actually got to go to Disney World twice. It was so much oh, fun. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> and then I love to scrapbook and relive those memories and while being creative at the same time. Um, as far as teaching goes, this is my 15th year teaching. I've been teaching middle school science uh, the entire time, mostly biology. And it really has been a roller coaster ride over those 15 years. So I wanted to come on the podcast to hopefully encourage anyone out there um, that burnout isn't your sentence if that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. The lies that people tell you that this is what teaching is and it's like this everywhere just simply aren't true. Mm-hmm. And when I went back and looked at my reflection journal for Burned in Teacher University, the quote I wrote on the front page was, I can make my burnout a success story. And I really feel like I've done that. You, I love that you just shared that. You didn't tell me that before we hit record, but it's almost like you put it out there into the universe. And that was almost, you know, like we talked about the word of the year. It's like your sentence, like you just put it out there and you're living it right now. I am, you know, I am a success story and I, and I want to tell you that you can do it too. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and for doing that. So let us into that um, that story into burnout. If you've been teaching 15 years, you know, how many times have you experienced it? And, you know, tell us a little bit about what that looked like for you. Sure. So I went into teaching full on. And that's just my personality. I, teaching was actually a second career for me. And I had to go back to school and I was used to going to school. I did 18 credits in six different schools for one semester just to get my qualifications to be a science teacher. And then I did an accelerated master's program. And then I jumped right into teaching and I just went at it with everything I had. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was just working hard all the time. And it really, it, I'm surprised it took as long as it did, but it came to a head in 2017. So I started teaching in 2008. And in the summer of 2017, my dad got ill. 
And I had to spend a lot of the summer going back and forth, visiting him at the hospital and dealing with family and doctors. And I really, at the end of the summer, I, I was toast. And we had we had recently had somebody in the community share like they had lost their Christmas break and how they were feeling like I was toast after and I was mad and I, I was resentful that I had lost my summer break where I had needed it to rest and get ready for the school year, you know, dealing with helping my dad and I wasn't resentful to him. I was just mad that um, this was my situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the first week of school, um, we in Connecticut, we start the last week of August. So we're in school and then we have Labor Day. And that Tuesday after Labor Day, halfway through the day, I got the call that this is the end and you really need to come. Mm-hmm. So I got everything arranged. I left early. I got sub plans for the next day. And I was with my dad the next day when he passed. Mm-hmm. Um, he really, you know, we were just trying to keep him comfortable and peacefully mm-hmm. pass. So like, I, I was just really just sitting in the room because when I would, you know, touch or interact with him, he would panic. Mm -hmm. So, but then thinking about afterwards, I was sitting there writing lesson plans when my dad passed away and I got home and I was like, what in the world am I doing? Something needs to change. Like what I, 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 I was writing lesson plans while my dad passed away. This is crazy. This is not what teaching life is supposed to be. Um, so I really started trying to look for free resources. I'm not sure if I ran into you and your program at the time. Um, I know that I became friends with Meredith Newland, who is the transformed mm-hmm. teacher. She helped yes. me out a lot. She's amazing. Um, I was able to go to the teacher self-care conference in Philadelphia. Actually, thanks to Meredith. I had won yeah. a free ticket to go. Oh, and cool. I met a lot of people. I met Alexa, Sh- Alexa Shepard there. Um, Angela Watson was the keynote speaker. And I had already read some of her books. So I was really starting to get on the way. I realized that I was burned out and unbalanced and I needed to make some changes. So I really started working on my mind, my making the mind shift change where, you know, what, all the work's not going to get done and I have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my personality was not okay with that. It took a long time for me to really get to that place. And then I also realized that a lot of the things that I thought needed to get done didn't even matter. You know, we always do things thinking like the, you know, the kids will be upset or the parents will get upset and come to find out nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And a, a more recent ex, um, example is I was keeping a homework calendar online and then about the beginning of December, I decided like who actually uses this? Uh, so I put a note on there. If you actually check this and need it, let Mrs. Wolfgang know. And of course, nobody has contacted me that they have looked at this Google Doc. Good so for you for I doing that experiment. <laughs> I do not take the extra 10 minutes to write down the homework every week. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. So I um, I started working on a few things. One thing was, um, I don't remember where the, I got the idea from, but it was to make a to-do list for the week. And really, you should only focus on, on getting, at most, three things done a day. Yes. So it had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it says the three things to get done today, one, two, three. And I would fill them in as I went. Now, when I worked at this district, I had to have lesson plans done three days in advance. So on Monday, it would say Thursday's lesson plans. You know, I had it all planned out. Plus there was a brain dump section. So if I finish those three things and I still had time, then I'd go over to that brain dump section and try to get some other things done. But then I would also move and shift things as I needed. I think the other big thing I started to do was I just shut my door. 
-hmm. You know, we've talked in the community and you've talked on the podcast that tasks will take up as much time as you let them. So if I brought home essays or projects to grade and I didn't set a time limit, yeah, they were going to take all stinking night. Mm -hmm. But excuse me. But if I was going to sit in my 45 minute prep period with the intention that this is what I'm doing, I would get so many more done in that 45 minutes than I would do at home. Mm -hmm. So those were kind of the things that I started doing, being more intentional with my pockets of time that I could find throughout the day. I am. I love everything that you're saying. Well, first of all, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. I mean, that's, it's, it's just unfathomable to lose a parent, you know, you know, it's going to happen, but you know, it's just, it's, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. And I I really appreciate you sharing that very hard realization that you had. I mean, to be great, you know, to be creating lesson plans when he actually passes, like that's a huge wake up call. And I'm so glad that you looked at that moment as I need to pay attention to this because this is showing me something. This is teaching me something. And then for you to take responsibility and say, I have to do something different. Nothing else is going to change unless I change. Mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing. And I love that you're sharing your, your strategies for prioritizing and for really paying attention to the things that truly are the most important because you're only going to realize what is and is not important through that act of really analyzing like what right. you've done. Absolutely. So you said that you went through another, you said the first time was in 2017. So mm-hmm. was there another, was there another round that you struggled with? There was, I, I went into pandemic teaching pretty okay because I was already doing this work right mm-hmm. before the 2020 pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I had the mindset that I knew, um, that I couldn't focus on things that were out of my control. Mm -hmm. Things like, you know, they were going to pass all the kids no matter if they showed up or if they did the work. Like that was out of my control. I had to let it go. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of of teachers didn't and it caused a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was really okay through, you know, asynchronous teaching and then dual teaching and then, okay, not everybody's coming back. It, It was just crazy. But I was okay in the fact that up until summer 2022, I actually had thought about starting a Facebook community for teachers, like a place to gather all the information that I had found helpful. Mm -hmm. And I was going to make a logo. I started tracing it and it was a Phoenix coming out of a dumpster fire. (laughs) I'm not laughing at your idea. I just think that's really clever. (laughs) And and I was like, this is it. Like, it's going to be okay. And I, but then I dropped the ball and I never followed through with it. But then the 2021-22 school year just slapped me in the face. (laughs) Um, It got rough. And then in reflect, I mean, I was crying at least once a week in my classroom or driving to work, literally bawling, driving to work because I really did not want to go there or crying on the way home because of something that had happened. Mm -hmm. And it was really frustrating for me because I am such a hard worker and I take such pride in my work. And I love what I do, that this was where I was. Um, So in, you know, in the burned in teacher terms, I was, I was burned out and over it. I was hopeless. I was apathetic. Um, I was coming across as negative and mean and uncaring, which is definitely not the brand I wanted at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I just let a lot of things were bothering me. And it really came down to um, the fact that I felt like, in our district, we didn't have a program for the student um, behavior. 
where they're training them how we wanted them to act in middle school, especially coming off the camp, the pandemic, or they're just accountability for what they were doing in our classes. Right. Um, you know, they would, they, they would tear me up, they would tear each other up. And it was just so disheartening. Like, this was not what I had signed on for mm-hmm. when I wanted to be a teacher. And our administration, their, their answer was just toxic posi- positivity or simply ignoring us. And it just, it just tore me up. And I know it still tears up people um, that I'm friends with that are still there. Yeah. Um, but I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I broke down. Um, I ended up in the hallway. I don't remember what led up to it, but I said to my principal, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And he shrugged his shoulders and walked away. And I was so mad. Wow. I was so mad. And was that, was, is that when you decided that you were going to leave? No, actually, I had already started interviewing a few months okay. before that because okay. I had a friend that left and I was like, maybe yeah. there's a light at the end. Yeah, of the- yeah, yeah. So I had done a few interviews. I wasn't getting, but I was also, at, I was, I was feeling like I was getting turned away because of my seniority, mm. right? Because when I did follow up, there were first year teachers getting hired. And that is a huge thing for districts, especially with budgets nowadays, mm. Um, so I, I, I hoped, but I, I went into the 2021 school year thinking I'm going to bloom where I'm planted. And I kind of moved away with that when I was hitting this, but I tried to keep teaching my telling myself like bloom where you're planted. It's going to be okay. Maybe though, maybe there's somewhere else to go. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, following that confrontation in the hallway, my principal pulled me into a meeting, which ended up, I was ended up being blindsided by him and the assistant principal. Mm -hmm. And um, they did bring up some of my negative behaviors, which I manned up to and I apologized for. And I said, you know what? You're right. Um, and in reflection, this is why I think it's happening, but it's not right. And it's something I'll work on. And I was hoping that that, you know, would kind of speak to my character. Like, I, I truly want to do what's best and I'm going to take accountability for our actions. But can we now start doing that with the children as well? Right. You right. know, try to have a constructive conversation about school climate and the teacher struggle and burnout that was happening in our building. But they were not hearing it. Mm. So I was told that student behavior is not going to change. And if I didn't like how they were handling things, I was welcome to leave. You know, it's interesting to me that that I've heard this from a few other teachers that say that that's the attitude of the administration. Mm-hmm. That just it number one, I have I think to myself almost every day because I also struggle with behavior challenges in my own classroom. And I teach kindergarten, not seventh grade science, but they're still very extreme. And I've th- I've thought to myself many times this year, what would I do if I did not have such an involved and present and supportive administration? Mm-hmm. I am so lucky because not everybody has that. Right. What what would I do? I mean, I am pulling off I am pulling out all of my tricks, all of my strategies that I've learned myself about how to deal with these extreme behaviors, but sometimes they just don't work. So then I need someone else to help me. You know? Mm-hmm. So I am right. so sorry that you dealt with that. And gosh, doesn't that say something about the self-awareness of those administrators because mm-hmm. that cockiness, telling people to leave Mm-hmm. Who are you going to get to replace these teachers that you're telling to leave? And if they're leaving in droves, what does that tell you? Right. He wow. told me a story. He told me a story that his brother is a police officer. Mm-hmm. And apparently the police officers are now trained to, um, if they're in some kind of confrontation, not to pursue. So he said, if cops can't follow a criminal, 
why am I going to follow these kids? And I'm going to, I'm going to correct their behavior and I'm going to go after them. And it just blew my mind. So, um, so so yeah, I had already thought about leaving and, but uh, that really was like, all right, if I have mm -hmm. to be here in the fall, I will make the best of it. But Mm -hmm. I was being more active in leaving. Here's something before, because I want to ask you some questions then about, you know, your, your decision to move. Here's what I want to make sure that's very clear to people that are out here listening. You cannot self-care your way out of a toxic workplace. You cannot. There are two things, one, if not both, that have to change when you're going through burnout. And Sherry changed both. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. have to change yourself. You have to build self-awareness. You have to think about your habits. You have to think about your mindset and your beliefs, right? But if you do all of that work and you're working in an environment that it sounds like Sherry was working in, there's you can't change other people. You cannot change leadership. So if you didn't, if you've never heard me say this before, burned in teacher is not all about you telling you to buck up buttercup because this is all that there is for you. I'm telling you, if you are in a toxic situation and you've done the work and I mean, Sherry, like, I'm so glad you shared everything that you've shared because you clearly have worked on yourself and owned up to your own negative attitude sometimes Mm -hmm. that you had, but you can't self-care your way out of a toxic workplace. So I, I'm so glad that you're sharing this because this is, this is what it's all about. It's about gaining that empowerment and self-confidence to say, this is not the right place for me. I I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. (laughs) So, so tell us, yeah, I'm just going to say, I'm sorry. It it, it was hard. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I poured my heart and soul into that school, into the curriculum of that school. I thought they're going to carry me out of here on a stretcher. I am, (laughs) I won't even retire. I'll be here so long. And it was, it was heart wrenching, but it was definitely something that had to get done. And just to Mm -hmm. kind of tag on, um, to what you were just saying about what, you know, this is what we say in, in Burnden teacher university. The other thing I'd like to point out is that you say a lot is that Burnden teachers don't always have it all together. Right. Right. We do have bad days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We sometimes have bad weeks, Mm -hmm. but we don't stay there. Whereas I was kind of stuck there. And like you said, I did the work and no matter what I did, it wasn't getting better. So Mm -hmm. changing my environment definitely had to, had to be the solution. Yeah. So can you let us into quickly, um, can you let us into your new life at your new school? Like, was it a, was it a great transition? Are you so glad you took the leap and that you kept trying? And even though, you know, you kept doing these interviews and kept getting passed over, like, gosh, that takes a lot of tenacity. So was it all worth it? (laughs) It was, it really was. So, you know, and I, I leaned a lot of my faith through this whole practice as well. Mm -hmm. So I did have that. Um, so I, so I had started, actually I took your, I have it here. It was one of your your workshops, how to heal through your burnout. And that's really when I realized that I needed burned in teacher university and I invested. And then I worked on it one module a week at a time over the summer. Mm. So over the summer in the middle of doing this, I did get the call to um, come to come interview at my new district and it, you know, it sounded perfect and it ended up working out. It's a much smaller school. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I work now in a seven twelve school. And the population here is actually less than the entire seventh grade at my last school. Wow. So instead of having classes of 26, 28, I have classes between 13 and 15. 
And that wow. already makes a difference. That is a oh, huge, it is. <laughs> huge difference. Oh my gosh. To have a class of 13 to 15 <laughs> kindergartners. I can't even tell you what that, would, what that would be like. Wow. That's amazing. Good for you. So, and I lucked out that I actually get to teach the same exact curriculum that I've been teaching for 14 years. So I'm reusing everything, tweaking it for these kids. Um, so this year, I, I I would say is my is my cushion year. I think, you know, I always said, and I've said this to my friends before I left, is that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You really have to be, you really need to be skeptical when you're mm-hmm. looking. You don't just leap. But I I did my research. This really was a good move for me, um, and I I have no regrets. It was the scariest thing I've done in my life for sure. Yeah. Scarier yeah. than even having my son. It was I was terrified because. <laughs> you know, I need, my family needs my salary. They need my benefits. And then, you know, now I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. So if there's a, a reduction in staff and, you know, but I'm like, you got to cross those bridges when they come. Right. Like this, this was perfect timing. And you know what, when you feel it in your gut, you feel it in your gut. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people watch detective Pikachu. My, my son was big into Pokemon. He would say, I, I feel it in my jellies. And that's <laughs> what I said. I feel it in my jellies. Like this is the right move for me. Yeah. So, and and it it is, it's night and day. So, and you know what, and even if it didn't, I would bloom where I'm planted and I would try again next year, Yeah, you know, and I, I, I hope that teachers that are thinking about it, at least look, because with the shortage, you can, you can negotiate things that you wouldn't think you could negotiate. Um, or you, you know, you have choices and there, there's more willingness, I think, to work with teachers because of the shortage. Mm, so if you are thinking about it, please look into it. You can always, I, I tell people all the time, you can go to the interview and if they want you, you can always say no. Yes. That's what I have said too. Yeah. I think I actually said that in one of our, um, one of our group coaching calls, mm-hmm. just because you explore the idea, just because you sit down for an interview, nothing is set in stone. You haven't signed on the dotted line. Just see how it feels. Absolutely. In fact, the more you see how it feels, the more energy that's going to give you to decide if this is really something you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, I'm okay. So a couple of things that I took away from this, number one, there are a lot of teachers that that have that belief that well, I've been teaching for 15 plus years. No one's going to hire me. I yeah, I was there. I have too much experience. So they don't even try. Right. Or they do try like you did and they get passed up and they get passed up and they get passed up and they give up and think that it's not going to happen. Don't give up. If it's Absolutely. something you truly want, even if maybe it doesn't happen this hiring cycle, Mm-hmm. You know, I know it sounds, it's sucky that you go back to that toxic environment. If you have to, you know, right. not everybody has the, not everybody has the luxury to say, I quit. I'm done. Right. With no backup plan. Right. Right. So, and, and there are jobs that come available in the middle of the school year mm-hmm. all the time now. So always keep your eyes and your ears and your heart open. I am so, everything that you're saying is just, I know this is what our listeners need to hear at this time of year. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're so brave and I'm so (laughs) glad that you, that you took the leap. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So you joined what was then the Burned In Teacher Mastermind at the end of, uh, in the spring, this was spring of 2022. Yes. Yes. So it was the orig- original or the older program. So now yes. I've I've seen both. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're involved um, in Burn and Teacher University and you are a member of the Burn and Teacher membership now. So what are some things that you took away? You said you had your reflection journal there with you in your yes. classroom. Oh, by the way, we're both in our classrooms recording this podcast, which is so fun. <laughs> we can see each other's backgrounds, but um, she held up her reflection journal a minute ago. So what were some things that, you know, as you were moving through Burn and Teacher University, were there any things that really stuck out to you that like, were those light moments or where you had an epiphany where you were like, okay, all right, I got this. You know, what were some things that you pulled from those lessons? Sure. Yeah, there were a few. And I started off with, I th I don't know if it's still called stage zero, but before you even start, mm -hmm. I had written down, I need to be willing to be coachable. Mm -hmm. And that was something I needed to work on. I was always mm -hmm. like, I've got it together. I know what I'm doing. I know what's best. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I think once I, that clicked for me, a lot of things started to change. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one was that you're the average of the five people you hang around with the most. And I was in that in that district and I started analyzing who who am I around? Like, who do I end up um, acting like or talking like? You know, is that really how I want to come off? Um, and every no is a yes to someone, something or someone else. And now I even say that to my own son, mm -hmm. <laughs> when we talk about time management and money management, yes. every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Opportunity cost all the way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the agents of change perfection, Patty, that was me, <laughs> you know, I wanted everything to be perfect and I could do it by myself. Mm -hmm. And I came across Dave Stewart Jr. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know him. Mm -mm. And, and I'm not sure what his, uh, you know, what his branding is for the things that he does. I caught on to his YouTubes during the pandemic and he did a series about, you know what? It's okay. If you're an 80% teacher, you don't have to be hundred percent on all the time. Mm -hmm. You're just called to be a good teacher. Mm -hmm. So if you're an 80% teacher that day, that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And I was, that resonated with me, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, that that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was when we did the personality, the personality tests. Mm -hmm. So in the 16 personalities, I'm an advocate, I-N-F-J-A. Mm -hmm. And so some of the things when we were looking at it, um, the characteristics are your idealistic, care about integrity, being a force of good in the world and hardwired to right the wrongs of the world. And I was like, that's why I'm getting so much resistance where I am. When I was at my last district, I wanted everything to be fixed, yes. but nobody wanted to fix it. Mm, girl, I connect with what you're saying so much. So I'm a campaigner and one of my top strengths is activator. Mm -hmm. So both of those things, those two things together, I'm always advocating for the underdog. I want to campaign for them. I want to root for them. Those are my students, right? Especially the struggling ones. And I'm an activator, which means when I see a problem, I want to fix it now. Like why wait? We have to do something now. And right. if you can't help me, I'm going to go find someone or something that can. And not everybody is like that. And especially leaders, if they are not like that, that can be very threatening. So those were my takeaways. I'd like to, in the future, and the first time I went through, I sort of stopped at module six and the, and the goal setting things because uh, I had a new job that I had to get ready for and it was the end of the summer. Yeah. Uh, and now that I've gone through the second round, which by the way, if you haven't seen the new, the new version, you need <laughs> to check it out. Amber did a great job. The reflection journals look awesome. The videos are great. Um, it, it looks nice and it's polished and it's, it's really, really good. 
Thank um, you. But I'm stuck at that module six again, because I, I stopped with the word of the year when mm -hmm. we did that workshop. And I think I'm going to steal your word of the year. So I don't know if that makes you you no, know, do it. Good about it. Better. But, uh, um, yeah, better. And you know, <laughs> now that really... you've got such a great place that you're working, now you can work on making everything better for you, whatever that looks like right. for you. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and it's even been, you know, just even in something as simple as food choices. Like yeah. I, I didn't eat three candies today. I'm yeah. doing better. You're doing better <laughs> than yesterday. <laughs> little goals, little goals. Um, no, oh, it's all good. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So. What do you see yourself? Oh, I guess you already answered this question. So I was just going to say, so where, where do you see yourself, you know, in, you know, a month, uh, you know, at the end of the school year, like, what do you see for yourself moving forward? So as far as my teaching um, position, yeah, teaching personally, whatever. I, so I, I'm lucky that this year, so in a small school, we usually end up with many preps and I'm lucky this mm -hmm. year because the seventh grade class was so big. Mm -hmm. I really only have two different preps, but that mm -hmm. could all change next year. Mm -hmm. So this year, you know, as for a short term until June, I really want to nail this curriculum down. So if I have more classes next year, I just have to open the binder and pull out the unit and just photocopy and we move on. Yeah. So that's my goal here, you know, and to continue to reach out to people that, uh, you know, that, that need, if they need help or just, I mean, I just try to be light to the world. Really. Mm -hmm. That's all my, mm -hmm. I just want to bring goodness and joy and light to, to my students, to my colleagues. Like that's all I want to do. I just yeah. want everybody to be happy. Yes. Same, <laughs> same. You know, so, what, what a waste of a life to, to not want to do those things. Right. right. And we all have our special spins. We're all different. We have different personalities and different goals and gosh, that's, that's so, so exciting. So before we sign off, is there anything that you'd like to tell somebody who might be on the fence about joining burned in teacher university? Cause it's open all the time. I never want to keep anybody out who needs the help now. So what would you tell somebody who's kind of trying to decide if it's for them or not. So I, I will say that I, I'm a, I'll say frugal person, right? Mm -hmm. When I started this journey on my own, I tried to do it all on my own. And with all free resources, I was grabbing free webinars and books from the library, everything I get my hands on podcasts, but it just, it wasn't always enough. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that sets Burden Teacher University um, separate is the fact that it is so comprehensive and you can start anywhere within the process where you are. Um, you know, Amber has got a great um, a stage tracker. So when I first did, when I first logged in, I did my stage tracker and I was a stage three, which is kind of in the middle. And mm -hmm. so it would say, hey, start at module, I think it was three or four or something. Mm -hmm. But because of my personality, I had to start at the beginning and do every <laughs> single video module in order zero. because <laughs> it would drive me bananas if I didn't do that. So I did that. <laughs> and I did it again the second time, even though That's I knew amazing. what it was going to say. Yeah. Um, but it got to, you know, it, it is worth the money. Like I, I'm not one that I can, you know, spend money on myself and we have tight budgets. But it is so worth it. And not only just because you can have it and you have it forever and you can always go back to it, but the bonuses that come with it. Like I um, I struggled finding people in my old district and then, of course, coming to a new district. I don't know anybody mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of the same like mindset that wants that knows first that it's possible to be burned in mm -hmm. and to wants to be burned in. Right. right. So I, it I takes think work. That, 
this co- this mm-hmm. community has been everything and between the, the Facebook group and the group coaching calls. And I really, this past month kind of, you know, had the realization, like, I need to share this story because people need to know that mm-hmm. this is out there and it's, yes. and it's good stuff. And I, you know, I'm not here to just, you know, bump up Amber. I'm telling you, it has changed my life. Oh. So please, Thank you. please look into it. You know, if you have questions, you can find me in the podcast and you know, Facebook group and, and yeah. message me. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, just be like, Amber's the best, even though she is, <laughs> but it really has been a life-changing process for me and it can change your life too. Yeah. Oh. Sherry, thank you so much. You know, when I created Burn and Teacher back in 2016, I really didn't know what it was going to become. I just knew that I had to open up these conversations and give people hope that they could pull through it too. And I, to hear you say that, I, it really does truly bring tears to my eyes. It gives me goosebumps because it's just the greatest gift. So I am so glad that you found so much success with it. And I love also that you've gone through it a couple of times because mm-hmm. doing that, you realize how far you've come and then you can go even further. Absolutely. And then I, I just trying to pull people along with me. I mean, not pull yeah. like beyond, you know, that you want to, but yeah, yeah. you know, we all, we all need each other. We and do. I, yeah, you know, we do. I, I tried doing it by myself for so long and we definitely, and I'm an introvert. Like I, I'm not that person to be going out and seeking people, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I, I'm glad. I'm so glad for the community. I'm so glad for the resources and you did a great job. Thank you for helping us. Thank you. It is my absolute pleasure. It is, it is, I feel like it is my life's work to do this work with you, Sherry. So thank you so much. And what she is talking about as far as the community, that is the Burned In Teacher membership. So anybody that enrolls in Burned In Teacher University, you do have the option of enrolling in the membership and that can be monthly or annually. So um, if you are a Burned In Teacher University student, then inside of Kajabi, which houses uh, the course, you have you will have a little box there, a little image link that you can click to learn all of the details about what it would look like for you to join the membership and join our group coaching calls and join our membership Facebook group and get access to those free resources. Um, we would love to have you. And um, that's that would be your next best step. And if you're not in the course, you can join any time. You can enroll when you feel like it is the right time for you. I never close it because I never want to close anybody out. I know when I was in the depths of burnout, I needed help so badly and I had I had nobody, I had nothing. And that's why I created Burn and Teacher. So Sherry, thank you again for joining me and for joining me from your classroom. I love this so much. It was such a pleasure to talk with you and to hear your story. And I know that you're going to help a lot of people. So thanks again. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.